Hey guys, welcome to CCD Kids Coach Podcast. I'm Larry, I'll be your host today. Happy that you're listening to this episode. This episode, I have Andy Kirk from Australia with us, joining and just talking about what it means to be a coach during this time, how long he's been doing it, and some encouragement for you guys. Uh, Andy, why don't you say hi for us? Hey, it's great to be with you, Larry. It's, uh, it really is an honor to be with you guys, and uh, hi to all the coaches that are listening. Yeah, thanks Thanks again for joining us. Why don't you uh, just kick us off like with some background about yourself, who you are, what you do for work, and maybe your family, and just a little bit about yourself, man. Yeah, great. I um, I live on uh, in a city called the Gold Coast, and it is what it sounds like. It's just stretches of beach. So uh, that's that's where I live. I've lived here um, pretty well most of my life. I'm married. Uh, Christy is my wife. We have three boys that are six, nine, and twelve, and uh, they are super active. And especially in this season, they are at home all the time at the moment. So uh, we're we're juggling life, but it's fun. Um, our uh, what I do uh, for for ministry is I, I oversee a kids ministry for a church called Calvary Christian Church. We're a multi site church here in Australia with a number of uh, campuses and then one in South Africa. And as well as that, I uh, I oversee a ministry that's part of our whole church denomination, our movement here called the Australian Christian Churches, and I'm the National Director for Children's Ministry. So I serve supporting and helping train and, and leading children's pastors and leaders within Australia. So I've been doing that about nine years with the ACC now, and we have a, a whole host of different uh, conferences and training events that we do uh, which we do for ACC Kids, which is cool. But at heart, I'm just a kids pastor. This started a number of years ago. I got saved at 15. And a few years later, I was about 18. I was, um, uh, your, your leader's going to go, who's this guy? And I start with this one. But I was at a funeral and it was one of my friends from school and it, and it, and it impacted me so, so much so. A number of my friends, I went to a bit of a rough school, had, had um, Two had passed away that year of, of different things, a car crash and another one with a drug overdose. And, and, and here we were at a funeral and it impacted me so much that I was a new Christian. I didn't know how to connect with my friends. So I committed to connecting to kids and teaching them about Jesus so they didn't have to experience what I experienced. And so it wasn't this incredible word from the Lord or a vision, you shall be in children's ministry. It was, man, I just want to help kids not be messed up like my friends. So yeah, uh, that's how I started. Common. Yeah, that's yeah, how I started. We have in common, man. Uh, I I also started going to church at fifteen and yeah, uh, end up getting saved at fifteen, getting baptized. Uh, same deal. So uh, that's incredible. So yeah, um, starting at fifteen and then you know jumping in to a little bit of that at eighteen. How long have you actually been in ministry then, and kind of how did it start out for you? Yeah, I, I finished school and uh, my high school, and I went and I did a carpentry apprenticeship. and uh, And after after finishing that, I, I completed it early. I, I worked pretty hard. I completed early about three years carpenter. So at about twenty one, twenty two, um, I really felt called to go back, and I went. Um, I then went back to college and did Bible college, and and studied. And it was around that time I just felt I, in all this time from about the eighteen nineteen while I was building. I was running this little kids ministry in a little community church and and we we basically were just inviting community kids to come out on a Friday night to a kids club in the afternoon 
And, and within 12 months, we were seeing over 100, 150 children just turn up to this community outreach. And it was, it was wild. Um, where they're playing games, preaching, and I had no idea what I was doing, but it was, it was fun. You know what it's like. You just, hey, here's an idea, and then it, it just blows up. And, uh, and so that's what we were doing in this little, little suburb. And the local primary school invited me in. And I was studying at college and they invited me in to be their, uh, be their chaplain. So I started working in the school there and, and serving in the school. Yeah, that's, a, that's amazing. Just It's funny how sometimes we start off not really knowing what to do, not having a strategy, but just like going at it and having fun. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was. And I think, so that's when I was about 21, 22, 23 of, um, I entered into um, full-time ministry. It was 23 years just before I got married, um, married at 24 and, uh, and, and now I've been serving in a number of roles in kids ministry and uh, both children's ministry. And um, I dabbled in youth ministry for a moment or the student ministry. I quickly got back out of that. Um, so a little different than kids ministry. Oh man, I went back to kids real quick. It was like <laughs> I'm out of there, and uh, and uh, so what we, my wife and I, have led young adults ministries, and we've lectured in the colleges, and you just do all sorts of things in a, in a number of different churches. And um, so now working, um, we we for the last three years campus campus pastored uh, a campus as well as overseeing the kids in our church, and we've just returned. Um, it's the first time our church has had a central ministry role overseeing just kids. So uh, that's that's what I'm doing now, which we're absolutely loving this season. Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. Um, before we jump on this call, and we're over Zoom right now, which is a great way to be able to connect. I think the, yeah. the world right now is actually connecting over Zoom. Yeah. Um, but, but what's interesting and something that you told me is just the the coaching that you were able to do starting off real young and yeah. the impact that you were able to have with uh, kids, but uh, in particular, one kid. And I don't know if yeah. you can just tell us uh, a little bit of that story, just as a coach that we have inside of our rooms, that yeah. the impact that they're making on young kids' lives. Absolutely. I, I just want to encourage all the coaches that are listening that, that, that really what you do in each weekend, each week, whether it's midweek, whether it's weekend, whatever you're doing, you're, you are making such a difference. And, and for me, I said I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't come into an established kids ministry team where I had you know someone like Pastor Larry encouraging me and teaching me or podcast listen to. And, and, and so sometimes even now you might have all of that. You, you still question whether you're making a difference. Um, but what you are doing, you're just faithfully doing what you're doing. And that was sort of me. I was, I was 21. It was when I was working in that school. Uh, I went and uh, one day there was a bit of a commotion and I went over and, the, and there was a couple of the principals, so the principal and then the deputies they were all there. And, and some teachers. And I, I thought, what's happening here? And I, I walked up, they said, oh, there's a, a boy under one of our um, school buildings. It was elevated building and he climbed into this space. I said, oh, let me go under and I'll, I'll have a chat. And I climb under and I meet this 10-year-old boy named Shannon. And I said, what, what's happening? And, and oh, I don't want to come out. And so anyway, long story short, he comes out and, and, and he starts 
connecting. I start connecting with him at school. We just we we do. Um, I take him out of class and hang out with him a little bit more. He starts coming to that kids club that we were running. He he gives his heart to the Lord, and his brother comes and 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 so for the next few years, these guys are there. But more than that, they their home life's a bit troubled. So you know, Christy and I at the time we start hanging out with them and taking them and some of the other kids and some of the other leaders on the weekends, we'd all go and we'd hang out and we'd go to the beach and, and more and more, well, this just continues for a number of years. And, and, and by about their teenage years, they, they got older. He, he left school quite young and he went off and started an apprenticeship as a tiler. And, and we stayed in contact and, and we had moved um, where we were. So we'd moved away, but we, we stayed in contact and over the years, well, years later, we just keep reaching out and connecting with them and, and, and he's grown up now. He, he ends up becoming this really successful Tyler and, and having a building company on the Gold Coast. And, uh, and it was time for him to get married and he asked me, would you do my wedding? And oh, I was so honored to do his wedding. This 10-year-old boy is now in his 20s and he's getting married and and the funny thing was his school teachers all the way, the reason he left school so young was not one, but multiple teachers just said, you'll never become anything, you'll never be anything. And they just, they just didn't see the potential in this young, young man. And, and, and so we just encouraged him, well, what happens is uh, I do his wedding and uh, his parents come up to me at the wedding and, and his mom and his dad and, they, and they're crying and they just said, look, we are just so grateful to you. You don't know the impact you had over those years when you just would hang out. Our, our business was struggling. We almost went under um, the stress in the family. We almost got divorced. Our, our marriage, our home life was terrible. And, and you'd come in and take Shannon and his brother, Kieran, and you'd, and you'd just hang out with them and you would just just mentor them. And, they, and they're crying at his wedding, just saying, we just want to say thank you for help shaping who he is today. And it's at that moment that you you think of just, you know, calling into McDonald's and buying food and, you know, going for a skate or doing whatever you do as a 21-year-old is, wow, it was impacting uh, and shaping him. And and I guess really my encouragement now is is for all the coaches listening, all of those small moments that you're making just are, are adding up to such a significant difference. And, and I... I will guarantee that in the years to come, these little 10-year-olds will come up to you in the form of a 20-something-year-old and you sort of have to look and go, oh, yeah, 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 I, I remember. But they will be thanking just how, thanking you for how much you shaped their life in a season. And, and you don't know what's happening in their home life. You don't know what's happening in their school life. You get glimpses of it. But, but the real depth of impact, I think, is, is, uh, is known in, in the years to come. So really, that that was probably one of the first first young guys I I met as I started out in children's ministry. And if I'm in reflection, that moment at that funeral of "Hey, I just want to help change," Shannon definitely was heading towards th- that same ending. By the time of eighteen, he was definitely heading towards that. And 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 now to be where he is, um, if it was for that, then I'm pretty happy j- just for that. Yeah. Incredible because as coaches, as volunteers, as leaders, as staff members, as individuals, we have no clue um, the family life these kids might have. And uh, we get the opportunity if it's one time a weekend, two times a weekend, 
Uh, however, how, how, how many ever times we are connecting with them, we get the opportunity to brighten up their life at that point. Absolutely, um, yeah. and, and spread the word of Jesus, no matter how we're doing it. If it's just a simple smile, we have a little saying here for our coach acronym uh, that I just appreciate uh, what what you're doing, but what you did for him. And uh, our coach acronym C is stands for connect. Yeah. Um, o is own own your circle. A is actively participate, and the CH is challenge. Challenge them Correct. to take their next step in Jesus. And and you took all those um, for that one situation and yeah. made it happen. And who knows how many more stories that we can tell uh, because of what you did or the connections that you made with the kids. And that's just it's so neat to hear. And I think it's really encouraging as a coach out there if you're listening. Uh, what a difference you're making in a kid's life or in kids' lives. Mm. Um, even if we don't see it, what what we get to see is the at the moment, right? We get the one hour or maybe it's a little less a weekend, uh, but it, it's kind of we're planting that seed or we're watering that seed. Um, and you've got to see the seed grow up, which yeah. is great. Sometimes coaches don't, but still the yeah. encouragement that you're giving um, is it doesn't matter if we see the ending, we get to be in the, in the part of the, the shaping and the building and the setting the foundation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so true. You, you don't see the ending and in Australia here for many years, we still, um, have the ability to go into public schools and teach scripture, uh, teach Bible classes half an hour a week which is interesting. It's it's shutting in a number of states and that opportunity has diminished. But 10 years ago, it was one of the primary things I did as a children's pastor or leader in church, especially when I was starting out. For those first five years, I, I would teach up to uh, 20 half-hour classes a week. Uh, it would be the same lesson. Um, and by the 20th one, I, I was sick of my own voice, but I would teach 20 of these half-hour lessons in, in schools. And I'd go to multiple schools. I did this for years. And it's even now, um, only just last last week or the week before, I had stopped at a, a petrol station just to fuel up. And, and this guy there, and he goes, oh, is your name Andy? I said, yeah. He goes, you used to teach me scripture in school. I said, oh, there you go. <laughs> Hey, you doing? What what school was that at? And he told me. I said, "Great." I said, "Hey, um, have you have you ever been to um ever been to church since?" And he said, "Yeah, I actually have. I'm in church now." And he and he told me what church he was in. I said, "Oh, that's great, man. Well, good on you." And and it was. I'm not putting it down to my scripture teaching. I certainly don't know that, but I do know that one sows the seed, another waters, and and another sees the harvest. And and for me, it was just an encouragement that if I was just maybe the watering, maybe the seed sower, who knows? I was I was somewhere on that young guy's journey and there he was, uh, there he is now at, attending church. And I think for us, if we think of it like that as the coaches, you, you, you're playing a part. And sometimes you get to see all three. You're right, Larry, you get to see the harvest and it's just, it's, you know, it's really encouraging. And But, but other times you, you, you're playing your part and uh, and in the great economy of what God is doing, uh, that's all we can do, just play our small part. Man, that's so good. Um, hey, I really appreciate you jumping on this podcast, encouraging our coaches, uh, given, the, given the story that you did. Um, I think that's going to resonate to a lot of coaches um, because we have different seasons and different seasons in life and seeing kids uh, 
take next steps in, yeah. in their faith. And so just hearing that and kind of seeing it from the start to the beginning on that story is incredible. Uh, so I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on to our podcast. No, thank you. Something that something that you did for me that I'm going to fire back at you uh, yeah. to kind of end our podcast is is the hot seat. So right. um, it's the it's the five questions you're going to okay. shoot off answers uh, as soon as I ask the question and and see where it goes from there. Uh, are you ready to kind of go I'm with good. it? I'm good. All right, right off the bat, I, I don't even know if it's different uh, from Australia to America, but Favorite movie? Oh, my favorite movie. You know, um, my favorite movie of all time is Shooter. Like, I, if I, I think Mark, I would. Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. I would have to watch that. <laughs> my wife says she'll come out. I'm watching. Are you watching that again? I'm like, look, once or twice a year at least. And you've got to know, I don't typically watch movies on repeat. I'll watch it once and go, that was a good movie. I don't know why I like that movie. I'm not even a. I'm not even a. I'm not even a hunter, or I don't even own a gun. Anyway. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Um, if you can do anything else for work, what would it be? Um, I, if I wasn't in ministry, I, there's a fair chance I'd be working in the school system. I, I'd still be engaging with kids. I'd I'd be teaching. I'd be still impacting in a, in a different space. But it's it certainly it certainly would be within kids. So teaching, I was going to say counseling. No, my wife's a counselor. I'm not patient enough. I'd be teaching. (laughs) Okay. Um, This resonated to me because I love food, but if you could have one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Yeah. One meal, the rest of my life, I would probably eat. um, I'm trying to think I would eat burritos. Oh, I need a burrito. Yeah. Okay. Mexican oh man, food fan. Mexican food, yeah. The burrito, <laughs> it's got me. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, you can either go two ways with this: favorite book or book that you're reading now. Okay, favorite book. Um, I actually, it's not a, it's not a plug to him because he's a good friend of mine. But a really impacting book for me was. Um, Steve Adams uh, from Saddleback, he, he wrote a book, Children's Ministry on Purpose. And and it was, it was a fantastic book that I read um, that that we're using as a curriculum right now and uh, for, for some some of our teachers. So that, that was a really cool book. Um, there's another book that I have just read though. It was called The Power of Moments. And yeah, uh, yep. it is a really cool book. So much so that I was reading it out and there's a, a part in the in the book that talks about a hotel in California or Los Angeles or somewhere that's they create this moment and it's a popsicle hotline. You ring from the pool and they bring them out in a silver tray. And I was telling my wife about it. She goes, that's it. We're going there. We're going to that hotel. So <laughs> It's all about the popsicles. What's it great is. about that, coaches, uh, if you're listening, you can go back earlier in 2020 and listen to our sermon series on power moment. So it's a great sermon series to listen to. Thanks for bringing that book up. And then yeah, kind of the good. last question, what is something different in Australia that you can do that you can't do in America? Something different here. Drive on the other side of the road is one, but that's a, that's an easy <laughs> one. Um, 
Let me think. What's something I can do here that I can't do in America? I can. Wow, you got me. I. You can box we, a kangaroo. No, sorry. <laughs> box a kangaroo. Yeah, we. All I, I, the difference I find is Australians just shorten everything, every word, every single word. I was thinking, I, was, I mentioned McDonald's before. I was talking to you. We call, we don't call it McDonald's. So I have to often translate my language. So when I'm talking to Americans, so the other night, I, the other day I said fortnight, and they thought I was talking about the video game, but a fortnight is two weeks here. So, so every fortnight is like every other week. Um, I, have to, I have to translate. McDonald's, we call it Maccas. So it's actually branded Maccas here. And uh, oh. so we're just lazy. We, we shorten everything. We can't even... <laughs> That's amazing. So, so any, any of your coaches that are listening right there, like if whatever their name is, we'd, we would shorten it. So you have Outback Steakhouse? <laughs> yeah, Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> I, I know. I come to America and goes, "Do you want to go to Outback?" I'm like, "No, I want to go to Chick Fil A. I want to go to In and Out Burger." Um, yeah, man. Thank you again. Thanks for joining this podcast, um, coaches. If you're out there listening to this episode and you haven't listened to any of our past ones, jump on there. Go back and see what we have for you. And if you haven't subscribed to this channel yet. Uh, we encourage you to subscribe to the CCB Kids Coach Podcast. Um, that way you can always be up to date with what's going on and some new stuff when we when we release it. So again, uh, Andy, thanks again for being on this podcast. Brilliant. It is so good being with you. And I literally have just gone on and subscribed CCV. So uh, coaches, there you go. I'm doing it also. So jump on and I'm going to go back and listen through some of the other ones as well. So thanks for ha- having me, Larry. It's been brilliant. Yeah, thank you. Coaches out there, thank you again and make it a great day. Mm-hmm.